0: when the caterpillar is becoming a butterfly she is not yet aware that she's becoming a butterfly she trusts her inner guidance and her inner knowing so deeply she takes a leap into the unknown she comes out on the other side having wings that will carry her through Before we dive into today's episode, I would like to invite you to check in with your breath real quick, to just allow the breath to come all the way down into your stomach, fill it up, and move it up to your chest, and let it go on the exhale. (sighs) One more time, fill up the belly, up to the chest, hold for a little moment and let it go. (sighs) Nice. (laughs) My name is Gabrielle Meraki. And welcome to the first ever episode of The Metamorphosis. For me to get to this point where I actually feel like I have the clarity to sit down and share some of the things that I have learned so far in my human experience... I have had to go through quite a lot of initiation processes. I am, for those of you who don't know me, or I don't know when this is going out on the internet, right now I am in Thailand by myself, solo traveling around, or I've been solo traveling around Thailand for Two and a half weeks now, I have a couple of days left, then I will leave to go to Bali for three weeks. And this whole adventure that I am on right now is such a huge part of my healing journey and I believe that it was truly necessary for me to really move away from anything that was known to me and everything that I had an emotional attachment to, to also be able to sit down and start this podcast. Finally, I knew deep within me that this were the place that the podcast was going to be birthed since I was a kid I have had this force within me that likes to do exactly what I'm doing right now I have played pretend being a podcast host or having my own shows since as long as I can remember and then I went through the period of life in my teenage years where all of nature's abilities that were in me from from birth had to be forgotten for a while for me to actually find back to them with much more knowledge and clarity on what that calling actually means and what it actually is. And for me, I am realizing now on this whole journey that I'm on, that I have this deep calling to share, to create community around all of these different things that we can go through as human beings on this earth right now. I believe that we are, all of us are unique, but all of these experiences that we go through, we can feel so lonely in a lot of them, in my experience at least, and coming to the place of sharing these experiences so that hopefully someone else don't have to feel as alone in the process of metamorphing into the version of yourself that you actually desire to live in, the version of yourself that your healing journey is bringing the version of yourself that are finally free from conditionings that has been brought upon you, for you to learn from them, to find back to yourself, to experience the contrast of what and who you truly are. I believe we have to go through these phases of being lost, being confused, and for all I know, they may never end, but it's still about following one's own inner truth to the point where the soul feels fulfilled, that the soul gets to experience what it longs to experience and express in this life. But I am still deep within my own healing journey and having this burning desire to share, to share this life, to express what my human is going through. And if that also can contribute to serve someone else in their personal healing journey, that would mean the world to me. I'm not going to touch too much today on like, the traveling aspect of the journey that I'm currently on. But what I will say is that one of the biggest things I've had to do to actually get to this point where I'm at in the journey, it it definitely has had a lot to do with detachment. I've had to, these last couple of months, detach from a lot of things in a reality that I don't feel like serves me any longer. So That is what I want to share about what I am experiencing through my personal journey around detachment right now. While I am out here also leading up to this point, this process has been going on for probably like seven or eight months. And where it has led me is solo travel by myself in foreign continent having to face myself and all parts of me without having anything or anyone to lean on that is familiar, that will be like a crutch when some sticky emotional life situation is happening. It has a lot to do with empowerment as well. So this healing journey that I'm currently on has lasted for maybe around like a bit over two years now. I have always been spiritually aware, I would say. Previously, I have thought that I have always been like spiritually awake, but now I'm learning and seeing that it's two quite different things. I have always been open to other realms, to spiritual experiences. I've had a lot of them, which... I both can and can't remember from a really young age. I've been told stories from people about stuff happening around me, to me. Like it happens to a lot of children. But I've always kept this part of me really alive and awake. I have also gone through periods where it's been scary to be so open to spirit and Things that we necessarily can't see, but we can feel. But the awareness of the other realms has always been there. But about a little bit over two years ago, my healing journey started with me joining a breath certification program that was something that I want to make a whole episode about my journey with breathwork it has truly impacted my life in ways that I could never imagine and it still does so that deserves an episode for itself so I joined this program not being fully aware of what awaited me at all I was 19, I think, at the time when I joined. I had dropped out of school when I was, like, in 10th grade. I don't know what that is in, like, other systems than the Norwegian system. Yeah, I was, like, 16. I was 15, 16. Yeah, I think I was 16. So I haven't been to school since I was 16. I have no formal education. I have chosen, like... A really unconventional way of life, I feel like. I have just created a path of my own or I'm still creating a path on my own. And that has been a journey. It has been really beautiful. It is really beautiful, but it has also been confusing as fuck. It has been really challenging at times to try to navigate and create something for myself that doesn't already exist inside of a school or yeah so I'm choosing this like a bit unconventional way of unconventional way of doing things but I had already at the time I have had some experiences with breath work, and I had some inner calling that I yet didn't understand towards it, so I chose to join this program. When you dive headfirst into a container, a program where you learn a healing modality, it's like you have to go through the healing within yourself to actually be able to show up and facilitate that kind of healing for someone else. So without having actually any sort of thought process around how this was going to look like, I was just like, yeah, going for it, followed my intuition into it. And now I'm here two years later, still deep in it, have been through what I would say now, a couple of actual spiritual awakenings where I am seeing things and experiencing this reality in a complete different sense than I have ever done before. I am currently in the process of taking myself, my inner child, my present self and also my future self into a reality that I thrive in where I don't live out of survival mechanisms that had, that was previously controlling every aspect, every minute, every second of my life. It was present during any time I interacted with another human being. It showed up so clearly in my relationships, in how I treated people, in how I did things, in how my patterns with substance were, how much alcohol and substances I did abuse, how my relationship to food was. It was showing up in every single aspect of my life. I still had spiritual awareness, but now after Have gone through what I would say is some sort of spiritual awakening. I am now starting to consciously create the reality that I actually desire to live in. That is traveling by myself, it is seeing the world, it is having real, genuine, fulfilling connections with people I love and people who love me. It is experiencing this precious life in a way that actually serves my higher self, the soul that is here experiencing being a human for this short period of time. So I would say that I have not reached the finish line of this journey that I'm on, but I feel like I am becoming A living example of that healing is possible. So that is a huge part of what has inspired this whole podcast. I want to share this journey with whoever wants to listen, whoever wants to walk with me on this path, whoever wants to heal together and understand what we're actually going through to reflect on our processes so that we can learn experience from them instead of just walking around with blindfolds on in in the middle of a maze, not having any idea what the fuck is going on around us and who we truly are and what actually lights our souls on fire. This is a place where I want to encourage other people to follow their truth and become the version of themselves that they so truly, they know, you know, in your the depth of your heart what you're actually here to do. We are not meant to do this by ourselves. We are meant to do this in community. We are meant to do this together. So that was a little intro about the podcast, about how I ended up here in this stage of the journey. How I ended up in Thailand is a completely different story that has been (laughs) also like super divinely guided. So what I wanted to go deeper into today is the topic of detachment. My process around detachment was initiated a couple of months back. I was invited to facilitate breathwork at the Sacred Womb Festival in in Ängsbacka in Sweden. It was such a powerful, beautiful experience. And one of the things that I was a part of at the festival, it was a firewalk ceremony that we did with, with this incredible shamanic woman. And leading up to the firewalk, We had a ceremony that we were supposed to set our intentions and also build up life force energy within us so that we didn't get physically hurt by the firewalk. A firewalk, it is literally walking on burning charcoal. So you have to have quite a strong sense of life force energy running within you to not actually get physically hurt and a couple of people myself included got the opportunity to break a wooden arrow with the softest part of the body which is this little spot in between the collarbones on the throat and she would hold up a wooden plate and we would hold our breath we would take a deep breath in hold and then walk towards the wooden plate with the arrow in our throat and it would break and we would set an intention out to the room to this room filled with beautiful powerful women and they would scream the intention you set at you in like their rawest Essence. That was the first time I ever experienced, or am still currently experiencing, the power of a ritual like that. And then I also walked the fire, I did the fire walk for freedom. And at the point, or why I'm telling this, and I'm talking about freedom, is because I believe that to have freedom, we have to detach from a lot of things so at the time I did not have a really clear definition of what I thought that freedom was it was more of like a surface level like yeah I want to be free so I can do whatever I want but I did not yet understand the depth of the definition of freedom which is now currently revealing itself for me. It is truly being able to be free enough within yourself so that you can choose the reality that you are creating and perceiving. You are choosing your frequency. You are choosing your thought patterns. You are choosing your belief systems. You are choosing who you want to show up as. You're taking the power back. You're showing up authentically as yourself because you feel free within yourself. So you feel free in your outside world to actually express whatever lives within you. So these depths of freedom are currently hitting me. First, I was not even aware of what was happening, but then it's been hitting me like after some experiences that I've had of feeling real freedom I'm like oh shit this is what is happening this is freedom showing up in my life in a complete different sense that I would ever even dare to imagine just a couple of months back I could never imagine that I would sit here on the other side of the globe starting to feel freedom within myself to actually be who I am To not push myself down anymore and dim my light to fit into a molded imaginary box that I have as a result of conditionings that I have gotten in this life. I have put myself in this box by also believing that other people expect me to be in that box. But now I'm realizing the box is an illusion. And to get to this point... I have had to also detach from a whole lot of things. I have had to detach from other people's opinions about what I am doing with my life. I have had to detach from my apartment. I have had to detach from a lot of my physical materialistic belongings. I have had to also a part of my detachment journey has been giving away my dog that was the dearest thing I have ever had a relationship to. He was and still is my best friend. I still get to see him but there has been a lot of detachment happening for me so to bring this down to an even more graspable concept I want to give an example of attachment and what it looks like and what it can feel like so if we take an extreme example of you being with the people you love the most and that is often the people that we get attached to And you are going for a walk and all of a sudden one of the people you love, one of the people you are attached to, they fall. They fall into a big pit in the middle of the road. If you were so attached to that person that you didn't have your own sense of self, you would jump after them. If you were merged with their reality, their outcome, their opinions, their behavioral patterns, then you would also fall if they fell. If you were detached in that situation, like this is quite an extreme, but I hope this gives an understandable picture of what attachment can look like. If you were detached in that moment... You would stand your ground, like you probably would, right? At the top of the pit. And you will have compassion for them, because you love love them. Because you see that they fell, they are in pain now. But you will stand your ground and you will reach out your hand and help them back up. Take this as an emotional example, Of course, we feel compassion when we see the people that we love suffering. This detachment has nothing to do with disconnecting. You're not disconnecting from your emotions or the people that you love. You're not becoming cold, but you are starting to gather your energy again. So you feel the compassion, but you will still observe what they are going through and you will remain in your own reality. You will remain in your own human experience. That is an example of what emotional detachment can look like. In romantic relationships, for example, if you are so attached to the person that you're with, your whole world is going to crumble if they suddenly decide that I'm so sorry, but this don't work anymore. This, we, this just doesn't work. If that person leaving would crumble your whole world to the point where you couldn't function, then you are so merged with them emotionally that you don't have your own firm inner standpoint to go back to whenever a situation like that occurs. And I know this can be really hard. This doesn't mean that these kind of processes come without any uncomfortable emotion. I know myself personally have been going through a lot of pain, a lot of uncomfortable things while dealing with detachment. But I know that if I don't detach, I will not be fulfilled on a soul level I have had so much pain around giving my dog away. I have had so much pain turning down the fears and worries of the people that love me that they expressed when I said that I was going to travel by myself. If I would not have detached, my soul would never know what this journey would bring me. I would probably go wondering for the rest of my life what didn't happen if I never went on this trip. So I feel like a huge part here around detachment and freedom is also befriending your emotions because we cannot stop them. We are here to learn from them. They are our most important communicators. It's a gift and a blessing that we have nervous systems that can bring us emotion. If we start to fully feel our emotions, we are not only experiencing the sadness or the grief that often are the emotions that we are afraid of but when we start to open up to whatever emotion wants to come through then we will also start to experience true fulfillment and the other side of the spectrum with is intense joy intense love intense desires being met It's meeting yourself more deeply, actually listening to what your soul is trying to communicate to you through your feelings. Yeah, I feel like we can look at it this way, like it is your soul communicating to you through your feelings, that your feelings are what is your truth detector, your gut feeling, right? Your intuition, that is what tells you, that is what guides you to your truth, to what you are here to learn, to experience. So opening up, befriending emotions to actually get to know yourself. What does freedom look like to you? What does your soul really want from you in this lifetime? While going on that journey to true freedom and true detachment, then we are probably being met by the opinions from people that we love. If or if we choose, like I am doing, to share on social media, I know that there is a risk of someone totally disagreeing with my experience and then bringing negativity upon it. If I were so attached to the fear of that happening, then I would stop myself. Then I would not go after what felt true to me. What is my path? What I am here to learn, to experience. That's what we're here to do. We're here to learn. We're here to get to know ourselves. We're here to remember who we truly are and who we were from birth. So then when people start to bring their opinions, welcome the opinion. Especially friends and family, they will share their opinion with you because they love you because they want to protect you, make sure that you're safe. They want to be there for you if something happens. But what I experienced while having to detach from some of my loved one's opinions about what I was doing, was that I listened. I felt into, is this opinion true to me? And it wasn't. I still appreciate it so much because I see that Their fear and worry is coming from love. But I still cannot let that make up my life's journey. So having to detach from other people's opinions but in love has been a huge, huge part for me. And I also want to go a little bit into what I feel is my definition of attachment And that is, when you are attached, there is a lack of trust. When you are attached, even to someone else's reality, to someone else's emotion, to someone else's desired outcome of a certain situation, there is a lack of trust between you and yourself. It is a lack of trust in your truth being enough there's a lack of trust in your ability to listen and believe your inner voice your inner calling your inner knowing of what is right for me and what is not there is a lack of trust in that if i now take a leap into the unknown not knowing what awaits me on the other side it is more out there for me than what i am currently experiencing If you are here listening to this, it's probably because you are on a healing journey. And if we are on a healing journey, it is because it's something inside of us that doesn't feel complete fulfillment and peace. If we felt complete peace and fulfillment, then we would probably just enjoy life. So what are causing this unpeaceful feeling inside of you? What is causing this unsettled feeling? I will not promise that all of it is because of this, but I believe that a big part of it is that we are rejecting our calling. We are rejecting what we truly want to do. We are limiting ourselves because we are thinking in a certain way that no, it has to be like this or it has to be like this instead of breaking out of the belief systems and the patterns and the conditionings that, that are not necessarily true. Imagine yourself being at a train station and you can take one train and the location is your old reality. And then you see another train and the, the name on the destination on that train is desired reality. But you knew what old reality or current reality looked like? It feels familiar, it feels safe. You could choose to go that route. Or would you go on the unknown train, take a journey that you have no idea what is going to look like? Would you settle for the familiar just because it felt safe? Or would you allow yourself to break out of everything that's known to you? I don't know exactly where I was going with that example. I feel like it was something else there, but <sighs> So will you will you allow yourself to step into a new reality where sometimes quite a lot of reprogramming has to take place? And this actually brings me into a thing like a practical thing that I feel can be really serving whilst in the process of detaching. Of finding truth, of finding authentic expression. And that is like breaking your own pattern. This will also be breaking your own thought patterns. If you feel like there is a limiting belief around something, you have put yourself in a box. But like, really take a look at the situation. Does that box have to be there? Do you have to limit yourself in the way that you are doing? Do you have to tell yourself, no, I am not capable of doing this, but your soul screams at you that this is what I want to do, then why are you not doing it? Who says you cannot do it? If it is someone in your life, detach. It does not mean that you don't love them, but will you live in their reality or will you actually step into your own and start to live your life? That's the question. So disturb your own thought pattern whenever a limiting belief is coming up. Like me right now, for example, I've had a lot of limiting beliefs around me actually starting a podcast, but I've been wanting to do this for years. So would I just go around for the rest of my life hearing the call just because my thoughts and my limiting belief systems said like, who am you to do this? No one would ever listen to what you have to say. Why would you do this? That is a waste of time. And I could choose to listen to those patterns or I could step in as my higher self in my automatic programmed thought patterns and say like, no, I actually have the power to disagree with the thoughts in my brain because your thoughts, they are not you. They are suggestions that are happening upon what it has learned out of your whole life of experiences but that look at your brain as a tool that helps you you can use it as a helper or you can just blindly believe everything that it's telling you and let it become your biggest block so it's up to every single one of us to to choose And like I said, interrupt your pattern, even physically, if you feel like you are attached to something in a situation, get some physical energy moving, go for a walk, drink a cup of tea, journal your emotions, do some breath work, do a meditation, do a thing that you don't usually do, start to observe yourself in situations where emotions are high, and Take a step back. Observe. What are you doing when your emotions are high and uncomfortable? Are you eating it away? Are you fucking it away? Are you drinking it away? Are you scrolling on your phone to avoid the feeling? Or are you actually going into the feeling, letting it flow through you, listening to it? What does it have to tell me? And then you're back. And then you will start to elevate. Every time you do this, it's like St- taking a step forward and upward. It's an act of self love instead of just suppressing, 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 not letting whatever wants to actually come through you or express through you actually come. That to me seems like a really sad way of living life. I believe life is the most precious gift that has been given to us. It's here to be lived. I know I am super privileged that I can even say that sentence because there are so many terrible things happening, going on in the world. I will take that privilege and actually do something with it, not just sit around being a victim of life when I have every resource that I could ever ask for and more. When we are in situations like this where we actually have the privilege to choose, then I believe we should do so. We are serving the planet. We are serving the frequency of Earth by actually standing in our light, doing the things that fulfills us. So another thing that I feel is important when it comes to detachment is also as acceptance. Like now we're talking about all of these desired realities and outcomes and choosing states. Things that can seem quite broad and can probably be triggering as well. I know that I have been triggered by people talking like this before because I hadn't realized yet that I actually had the choice to choose myself. And I'm still working on it. It's not like I am done with this. This is working in progress. This is also... As much as it could be a reminder for someone else, it's also a reminder for me. But acceptance. If you don't feel what I'm saying right now, if you don't feel like this is true, just accept that this is not your truth right now. This is one example. Let's take take another example of living in a reality that is really not serving you, but can you accept that? You send out the intention You're taking inspired action towards your desired outcome. But if we bring in this like desperate energy, this forcing energy, that will also create a lot of unnecessary suffering instead of having patience. I believe also patience is a really important aspect here. Acceptance and patience and trust. If you are clear on what you want if you set the intention, if you say it out loud, you pray for it, you meditate on it, you cultivate that picture of reality within your head, then have patience, trust, trust so deeply. Like a practical example of this would be to actually start to cultivate those feelings within you to have a practice, even just like a couple of minutes a day. When you wake up, what does it feel like to tune into trust, to tune into acceptance, to be patient? We know these feelings. It's not maybe a strong relationship to it yet. But every time you go on a bus, you trust that the driver is going to take you to your location. We know what trust feels like, but we lack it within ourselves. So if we can start to cultivate this feeling and build it so that it's stronger and stronger. So when we start to show up in the world, we show up in this energy. You show up differently. You glow differently. You're more confident in yourself because you trust who you are at your core. You trust who you are beyond your physical human You trust your higher self. You trust source. So when you wake up, maybe just take a couple of minutes. Tune into the emotion that is lacking. Feel it in your body. Live from there. And another reminder that I also just want to put in here before coming to an end of this episode is take it with a grain of salt. Take it with a grain of joy. Take it with a smile. We are here to enjoy. We are here to celebrate life. This sacred, mysterious experience that we're all having. If you have thoughts that you disagree with, don't blame them. They were probably ingrained in you when you were a little kid, not knowing anything better. You were in an environment that brought that upon you. You had no idea, but it became a pattern within you. And we cannot judge those parts of ourselves. Those are also the parts of us that brought us to our present that carried us through that phase of our life so if you're having a pattern that is not in service to you anymore you can even laugh at it make a little joke with it like yeah you silly little thought I see you I hear you I love you but now I am in the driver's seat because we have to realize that every single one of us have more power within us than whatever situation that caused a pattern that is out of harmony. So if you made it all the way to the end of this episode, thank you from the bottom of my heart. I am nervous and excited For what this journey with the podcast is going to bring. So I'm trying to just leap into it. Leap into the unknown. Just showing up. Sharing my expression. And I can't wait to talk to you again. Bye.